hire some help It's too late for all that lovey-dovey shit So, welcome, welcome, back. yeah, welcome back, so our first proper episode, technically second episode of The Local Foreigner, um, on behalf of both of us, I just want to say thanks for all the support on the first episode, like, you know, especially considering the, the uh, quality, <laughs> so yeah, so, um, no, but yeah. seriously, thanks for all the support, it was awesome, um, we're both very new to this, obviously, so we're only going to continue to just try to make them as as good as possible. Um, so hopefully this episode's a bit more structured, hence why I have the laptop out and we're trying to stick to some sort of like, it's, so it's not just the Wild West, a bit like last one. Like, how much did we cover in the last one? Like Lil Nas X, freaking like everything possible. So um, anything you want to say on that? No, just thank you because... I really wasn't expecting it. No, honestly, to though, come out like that. So. Yeah, I think you. What did you make a joke yesterday? And you're like, if I say a certain thing, we're gonna go from five followers to three. <laughs> <laughs> so true, though. Um, so touching on what we're going to do to improve the episodes, um, just in terms of changes to come. Obviously, the set, especially like I just have to acknowledge how bad it was last episode. So it was just. We're just doing it in my like in my house in the small living room, so it's all very random. Um, not the best acoustic acoustics, not the best lighting either. But we're going to continue to um, improve on that. What else? So locations are going to change. Um, eventually, we're going to start having like people on here, so different people from Canberra. Um, do we agree on that? Yeah. Yeah. So just people that share common interests or just have a like particular perspective on certain things and honestly if you think you have like a hot take on something or you, you feel like you have something to say um about anything you know concerning canberra or whatnot shoot us a message and you know um it might be interesting to hear your perspective on something even if you just want to chat with us yeah yeah chat. honestly um what else oh yeah i got a lot of messages really interested about our upbringing and stuff um and I feel like people want to hear about that, which I was really, you know, kind of flattered about. Um, but I don't think we'll dive into that just until we get more used to the setting. I think it's all very brand new already. So I, I don't know about you, but I don't feel too comfortable just like jumping straight into that. Yeah, no, I think there's a few things that we'd like to discuss before we get into our kind of personal... For sure, for sure. Life. So starting with today, we're going to be primarily talking about music. Um like we said last episode um do you want to introduce the topic no no okay we're doing music <laughs> yeah music but right. it's just oh. so overwhelming <laughs> all right so i think the basic structure of today is or i think the main part is going to be our mount rushmore's mm -hmm. is that right yeah all right so basically we've gone through and selected four of our all-time favorite artists mm. um Look, this was not an easy task. Like, you could ask me this in like two weeks, and the people I've written down are going to be, be different. different. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's, it's almost impossible. Yeah. So, yeah, we've got a few things to go through. So, like Sion said, Mount Rushmore, top four all time. Borderline impossible. We'll, we'll give it a go just to give you an idea of what we're into. 
Um, then we're going to go through current best artists that we think right now. Um, and then we're going to go through some local or Australian artists that we think are really killing it at the moment. And then we'll go into um, most overrated artists at the moment, which will be a bit controversial, I think. Um, but before we get into all that, there's been a lot happening. It's quite overwhelming. This this episode, this, this topic couldn't have come at a worse time, probably. Timing. It's yeah, it's horrible timing. Um, what we mean by that is... Obviously, we touched on Donda last week with that episode, and um, I don't know about you, I was praying it just wouldn't drop before this episode. I um, just wasn't expecting it to drop. Yeah, I don't think anyone honest, was. That's that's half the issue with it. Like, no one knew what was happening with it, but of course, it had to drop right. Well, so today's Wednesday, it dropped, what, Monday? Monday. And... The reason that's been an issue is because we had everything we were going to talk about and now Kanye's just doing what Kanye does and just making it all about him. So we obviously have to talk about Donda um, and then in turn we have to talk about Drake as a result of that as well. We don't have to talk about it. You know what? <laughs> um, <laughs> we'll get into your disdain of Drake as well. Sion hates Drake for no good reason. No, I'm kidding. Um, so before we do that, I want to just pay a bit of homage to... Um, some of the podcasts that we've sort of not complete, you know, bitten but taken inspiration from. There's some really good local podcasts. Local by local, I mean Australian podcasts as well. So, who do you want to shout out any sort of podcasts? <laughs> what do you listen to? They don't have to be local. Look, my podcast lists aren't very local. What you listen to? What's that one you were talking about? Radio Lab. Radio Lab. Yeah. That, yeah, that's pretty interesting. If you're if if you want to just listen to random stuff um dan carlin's hardcore history if if you're into that sort of thing as well what's that what are these about um dan carlin's hardcore history basically is dan carlin um, i don't know who that is hmm? who's dan carlin um dan carlin he's this one's a bit more niche and shout out to tom if he's actually listening to this because we both love dan carlin i need to know um, who this guy is he's like a political commentator uh, okay. but i think the podcast is his main sort of thing um hardcore history just is basically him talking for hours on end about the world's history is he australian or american, american guy american yeah right guy. i might have to check that one out actually it, it's fun if, and interesting if you're into history yeah i need to spice it up with my podcast listening i think as well yeah, what do you listen to what do you well Besides from just Joe Rogan, which I think everyone is just unanimous on, he can he can get pretty tedious. So I try to mix it up with. Um, there's this really good one called Flagrant, Flagrant Two. Mm-hmm. It's um it's, it's run by this guy called Andrew Schultz, and it's it's just outrageous hot takes, which kind of gets old after a while. He's just hot takes on everything, so it's it's meant to be super outrageous, which you know it's it's not like easy listening. But um, I definitely want to shout out some Australian ones that we've definitely taken some inspiration from, uh, such as Dem Ones, which is located in Melbourne, really laid back sort of setting, and they just talk about a um, bunch of different stuff, mainly revolving music and culture and whatnot. Um, I think we're sort of taking things from each of those and trying to do our own thing. So, yeah, just wanted to touch on that. Um, shit, there's no way around it. Let's just get into it. Okay. What is happening at the moment? Donda. So, Donda is out. First thoughts, go. It's too long, man. <laughs> I don't have two hours to just... <laughs> you said that, hey, two hours. Almost two hours or something. Like, is that to, right? To be fair, I probably do have two hours these days to just... Yeah, but... But for an album and to digest music, mm. it's just too long. 
dropping an album while the world is in lockdown is a, it's a good move. It's a smart move. Because, Strategic. Yeah, that's right. I don't think I'd listen to a minute of it if we weren't in lockdown, to be honest. Really? Nah, that's probably a bit of an exaggeration. So from start to finish, you're telling me it's two hours long. Yeah, about an hour and 50 minutes. That is nuts. Okay. Yeah. Why does Kanye make such ridiculously long albums? I have a theory on this. Okay, what's your theory? No, what were you going to say? I just think he's a creative genius and has so much creative juices that he's got to expel somehow. You you ain't got the answer, Sway. Kanye. I've been doing this more than you. Sure, sure. Um, No, I think you're right, and I'm I'm probably wrong on this one, but I just think making a really long album is just a bit of a shot in the dark. Maybe not Kanye, because Kanye just has too many ideas. So, probably not him. But when people make, like, say say you're not Kanye-like and you make, like, a 20-track album and every track is just completely different, you know, not saying that's Kanye, but sometimes it just screams, like, the old sort of just the Gatling gun sort of mentality where just throw everything at the wall and see what sticks instead of just trying to curate like a specific song by song like not saying it has to be five or six tracks but 20 what how many tracks is it? it's about 20 I thought it was 27 no no okay oh no yeah 27 I was 27 27 tracks that's unbelievable like even Kanye can fit everything into less than 27 surely mm-hmm. um, and they're not short songs either so I think what I'm trying to say with that one is just like you know when people often get mixed up with good songs and good albums. Mm-hmm. I'll sort of elaborate. Like, if you make 27 tracks, the chances are five to ten of those are going to be pretty good. Probably five are going to be, like, absolute bangers, right? Mm-hmm. So, I feel like people are more inclined to be like, you know, that album's sick because of this song or this song. But it's like, I don't know, I'll let you chime in on this, but it's like, was the album sick or was that song sick? It's like, no. I think a lot... I mean, it's too early to say with Donda, hmm. um, but with Life of Pablo, hmm. is that it? I definitely think that was... Because there are some songs in there, I'm just like... Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. But there are also ones that just... He an, nailed it. He nailed it. Um, Ultralight Beam. Mm. Beam won that. That was prime, Kanye, though. But as a, as a piece of work, do you rate that? Obviously, you rate that album. <sighs> Like, like, it's fine to like certain songs, right? But if you look at that piece of work, because that's what an album is, you know, it's it's a, you know, it's a, um, you know, it's a, it's a whole. Like, it's meant to be, you know. Yeah. I, I don't think I can rate the album. Really? I don't think, I that's think big. as an album, his greatest is always going to be my dark. Twisted fantasy. fantasy dark, yeah, whatever. Twisted fantasy, yeah. the whole moment. But yeah, yeah. that's going to be his greatest album. But... You, do you think there's some songs in Life of Pablo that are just far better than... Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. I feel like that's the Kanye thing. There's just but always a few songs that are just stupid good. And I feel like you can kind of get caught up on that. If you find yourself replaying the same three songs from an album, actually, that's a big call. It's probably a good album, but I don't know. I feel like you should be going through them a bit more evenly. Yeah, I think I can, I can, I can confidently say I go through... My Dark Beautiful Twisted Fantasy. Oh, yeah. Way more evenly than I do yeah. Life of Pablo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, listen, I've, I skimmed through Life of... Uh, I skimmed through Donda. Mm-hmm. I know you've listened to it a bit more than me. Mm-hmm. From what I hear, it's it's pretty good. I like... Like, it's 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 Kanye. Like, he's not trying to... 
I don't know with this guy to be honest, and I don't want to speak on too much because I don't know know that much about him. But it it sounded cool. It sounded good to me. Like that first track, I know everyone's like up in arms about. It's literally just someone saying Donda for like two minutes. That didn't surprise me. Like that's if anything, you should expect some weird shit like that. A lot of Christianity in it though. Yeah. Which yeah. didn't surprise me either. I've only brief like I've listened to it like listen through to it once and mm. I tend to be the kind of person that needs to like listen to an oh, album heaps. about four or five times that's a I regular size yeah. just kind of really deep take yeah it in. yeah um but from my first listen I got you know vibes college dropout vibes yeah you said that yeah, yeah as well as also bringing that gospel kind of mm. um light that he has in his more recent works did you see Chris Brown's um, tweet at Kanye. That was a joke, though, wasn't it? Was it? Yeah, he put on him. T- oh, he's tweaking. What did he say? He was like, "Kanye's a whole ass nigga." <laughs> yeah, it was some, some dumb stupid stuff. Did like he? That. So Kanye didn't cut him out of the song, did he? Oh, I don't know. That's the other thing. He doesn't mention the features. No, he didn't mention any features. Album, so yeah. like, obviously, there's predominant voices. I didn't hear Chris like, Brown in there. I can hear straight away. Yeah. But then others, I'm just like, who is this? A lot of people hate this guy. One of which goes by the name of Drake and set aside your own prejudice about Drake which we'll get to but Drake and Kanye they don't like each other um do you know any the origins behind that one I actually didn't know they yeah. didn't like each other I, I thought they squashed the beef I knew they weren't biggest fans of each other but I thought they squashed this um I think it originated back when um Pusha T which is team Kanye or he's on the same label or something Obviously, had his feud with Drake, and then he came out with that diss track. He he exposed Drake for having a child, obviously, um, and put Drake in his place. And then Drake somehow manifested this beef with Kanye through that. And I feel like obviously they haven't gotten past it, but now it's just kind of coming across a bit petty. Um, I told you what Kanye did to Drake. Oh yeah. So released his. Oh, told everyone his address. Yeah, he posted his address on like Insta or something. And like, it's funny. just like, what kind of heady shit is this? And apparently it's common knowledge where Drake lives in Toronto or, or whichever city he lives in, in Canada. Um, so it was just like the weirdest shot. It was just like, okay, like why do you feel the need to do that? But I think that was the reason for Donda being so delayed. Um, part of the reason was neither of them wanting to pull the trigger and release their album first because everyone knows Drake's album's done. Um, so Kanye obviously did just gave in and did it and now as soon as it comes out Drake's released his album date to drop I think Thursday Thursday or Friday Thursday or Friday we'll get into that Um, so by the time this comes out Drake's album will already be out so we'll have to talk about that as well Um, but these two are basically just you know having a pissing contest in terms of numbers so who's going to do more numbers on every streaming service and whatever but they will fuel each other is my prediction because all the Drake fans will go listen to Kanye's album to compare vice versa so in the end they both win that's the other thing you gotta you, you start to think like how much of this beef is manufactured True. like yeah obviously it's just I think working. it started out genuine and now it's they're just, just riding the wave yeah, yeah yeah so it's definitely working so certified lover boy which is Drake's album will drop either Thursday Friday which is highly anticipated despite you hating him uh, we'll get into that now why, why do you hate this man so much <laughs> no, we'll talk about him most overrated oh yeah <laughs> <He's my> most- <laughs> okay exposed already um in other more Kanye news uh, this man's legally trying to change his name to Ye Y-E 
What's the point, man? Like, you know, less syllables. I mean, saves more time to get on with these other ventures. I don't know. Do you know how much time you save just saying yay? What do you do when you can't? I don't, I don't know. Just, But also, like, why do we care? I don't know. Why are we talking about it? <laughs> <laughs> I had to put it in there. Yay. Um, all right. That's about it for Kanye. We'll, we'll go into... Um, I feel like everyone's hearing about Donda anyway. We don't need to touch on it. Everyone's probably listened to it already. I also think so. people don't care about our opinions on Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, I'd rather speak on someone that I know more about. Yeah. Um, one more thing before we move on. Uh, Kendrick is back. Mm-hmm, he's going to touch. I didn't realise he left. I'm kidding. <laughs> I, I, Yeah, he's been sorely missed. Um, he jumped on a track with... Baby Keem. Right, yeah, that's right. Um, who I've never heard of. Oh, for it? Mm. Oh, okay. That, the visuals, I mean, I knew they wouldn't miss, but... <gasps> Who's wow. the director? I think the director, like the visual director, music video director, I don't oh, know yeah. what you call him, yeah. but Dave is his name, Frank yeah. by Dave or something like that. He does incredible work. Crazy. Does he do all of Kendrick's stuff? Not all of it, but he works a lot. Or he used to work with TDE. Oh, okay, the, yeah. Top dog. Yeah. Because yeah. um, Kendrick, Kendrick's got very, like... All these visuals, you kind of feel are, like run, done by the same people, kind of. I don't know. There's just a lot of the shots there that just feel so reminiscent. Like, it's just Kendrick. So, that track's crazy. Good to see Kendrick back. I don't know if there's an album in the works. Who knows what's happening with that? I'm not going to hold my breath um, waiting for that one. But it's good to just see him back. Um, honestly, I thought he faked his death like Tupac or something. Mount Rushmore, top four artists all time. This is really impossible. Like you said at the start. This isn't set in stone by any means, bar probably one of mine. Um, but this is forever fluctuating, just like f- my favourite movies and stuff. It just fluctuates literally with the wind. Um, but how did you sort of... What are you considering for the criteria when it comes to this? For me, and like the little knowledge of music that I have, Sheesh. it's for... It was... The way I chose mine were based on people who I thought were either pioneers mm. in the music industry. Yeah. Um, or just people that, look, to be honest, I found out while like trying to dig through like who are my top artists. And something I really just value in any person is someone that's just authentically themselves, mm-hmm. which I think will come through in at least a couple of my artists. Sure. Um, so basically, yeah, just those two points, who are pioneers of music or who are authentically themselves or even both. So sure. Boom, much. done. Yeah, <laughs> I can't add much to that, pretty much, yeah. Doing their own thing, new waves. So it could be whether it's within the culture or within the actual craft, the music, um, but they have to be sort of unique in that way. I think one other thing I've factored in is um, if they are no longer living. So I kind of gave one away. But whether they're a martyr or not or whether they're, you know, they're, they were in any way before their time and, you know, who who stands the test of time? Like we've seen people like Amy Winehouse, clearly she's like if you look at her numbers, she's still doing crazy numbers and it's just like, you know, this isn't sort of old-fashioned music. Like, if she was around today, you'd have to assume she'd still be hot. So, I think that's a factor, um, whether their music stood the test of time. Because, I mean, if you listen to, like, some Elton John or something, I mean, people aren't going to go, what's this? Like, oh, who's this? This is so in, you know? So, it's clearly, like, older music. But, um, yeah, but everything you said. So, we'll go with yours first. Kick it off. Mount Rushmore, do it. Mm-hmm. Go. All right. <laughs> 
<laughs> We've think, amped it up. <laughs> I think this is a pretty basic one. Anyone who knows Wait, is this in order? Are you doing it number one to four or is it no order? This is no order. Okay. So, yeah. Um, anybody who knows me knows I'm a huge Chance fan. Um, you had to put him there. Had to Chance the rapper. Where's he been? <laughs> All right, this... <laughs> No, nah, no, nah, don't answer that. Just keep going. Why did you pick Chance? Chance, he's just been this one artist who... It's funny to me because his albums or his mixtapes have always coincided with where I feel I'm at in my life. Mm. And I actually only kind Horoscopes. of just... Knock it off. <laughs> <laughs> salts. Bath salts. <laughs> no, don't. <laughs> No, nah, yeah. I'm not gonna sound bad. I'm gonna talk about acid rap. No, <laughs> yeah, yeah. What? What were you doing? You were like ten when acid rap came out. What were you doing? No, nah, yeah. Um, no, nah, but literally, I remember the first time I heard a chance song. I think. Do you remember that store, Parliament? Oh yeah, Parliament. Yeah, yeah. yeah upstairs and um, is that the one in the city? Did it used to be up a little like alleyway thing? Oh no, the skate shop. Yeah, it was kind of like a skate Yeah, 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 skate I was in Parliament. It must have been like 2013 or 2012, late 2012. And you heard Chance? It was a 10-day album. It was off his 10-day album. Oh, I was going to ask you which track. Which track was it? Um, I think it was Prom Night. Damn it, I don't know that track. I was hoping it'd be on cigarettes, on cigarettes. So, oh, that's from Asura. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Is so that with... Frank Ocean? Uh, Vic Mensa. Is that with Vic Mensa? Yes. What's Vic Mensa doing in that? Yeah. I'm, bit off Vic, Bit off topic, but Vic Mensa's just like going off. Like Vic, Vic and Chance go way better. That's weird. So Vic's just gone like, no one's going, like Vic's just doing his thing. Yeah, Chance. Um. So it just feels like 10 day, I was, must have been like year nine or 10 or something. Uh-huh. Um. He gets a 10 day suspension from school not that i ever got suspended i was actually far from it (laughs) (laughs) extremely far but it kind of like spoke to me as like what i not wanted to be what you wish you could get suspended no (laughs) knock it off but just just the you know having fun not Mm. caring being a teenager Mm. you know as he's got that loose style like i remember the first time i heard him do that You know when he does that? I was like, what? Yeah, he's ad-lib. Yeah, yeah. he's ad-lib. I just think, yeah, so 10 Day, that's mm-hmm. where it started for me. Um, yeah. one, one thing with Chance that I like is the stuff he does outside the booth. Like a lot of the stuff he does, just his personality, like he's super, I bet, like you go, obviously we're going to say, oh, he's so genuine, but <laughs> he feels so genuine. Like that's- the stuff he does with his family, like how he messes around. Remember the one video we bonded over was um, when he met Beyonce? <laughs> He's like, yes, yes. <laughs> What's he like? Drake, I'm coming for beard and muscles. I'm coming for your beard and your muscles. Drake, I'm also coming for your muscles. So, videos and muscles, I'm on your ass. Drake? Oh, my God, that was awesome. No. But yeah, just as you were saying before, he's, a like, funny he's, dude. he's genuine. And yeah. I've just kind of felt that throughout his music. And, like, you know, his voice has that kind of, like, unique, raspy kind of Definitely. thing. And it's still, he still kind of possesses that. But you've also, like, kind of seen this like him aging or maturing through his oh, music definitely. from 10 day through to acid rap you even like even though they're not that different you still f- what's his best piece of work album wise 
it's got to be colouring book. Colouring book's crazy. I was going to suggest that, actually. People either say it's... Yeah. No, I was very surprised. say acid wrap. <laughs> yeah, but that's the OG. Like, if you look at a piece of work, I'd agree. Colouring book is amazing. Colouring book is beautiful, and I think mm. that's just where I saw most growth. And like you were saying, back to his like his his personality and what he does with his family, he wasn't always like that. Like, you'll hear in his music, he was a snotty-nosed, heavy-headed yeah. child. Like, yeah. he was... An absolute twat. Yeah. But he's grown. Like, you know, he became a daddy and he kind of pulled his big boy pants up and grew up and yeah. he's an advocate. And he's and super religious as well, hey? Because mm-hmm. he converted Bieber, I think. Not converted him, but him and Bieber, like, do a lot of church stuff, whatever that means, together. So, no, I think he's very, yeah, he's very entire. He, he's just very sure of himself, clearly. So. Yeah, and so just outside of his music even just he used to like make his own music videos for like 10 day and stuff and they were just the most amateur video, like more amateur than our first podcast <laughs> yeah literally at the, have you seen that freestyle he does with uh, Ina Banks the, the, the ukulele guy at Coachella mm-hmm. crazy he's just talented he's just very talented sorry to sorry to move you on go go number two now more of a chance. Oh, no, go. Also, you can more, just make it all chance. Under, there's literally, there's so much more to chance. His last album, or his debut album, which most people say is a bit of a flop, it was The Big Day. Oh, yeah. Um, I haven't heard it. Which, look, in all honesty, I, I have to agree. It's a flop? You said it was his debut album. Yeah, it was his oh, debut okay. album. That's all right, yeah. But. You love it? I just love Chance so much that I'm going to defend him. Okay. You can't even admit when he flops. Yeah, I can't. Oh. But to make up for it, he has, which a lot of people don't know about his Christmas album, which is called Merry Christmas, Little Mama, and he works with Jeremiah on it. But he's done a lot of work. Yeah. I didn't realise. I think he looks a lot younger than he is. I always think Chance is like 20 for some reason. Practically is 29. I think he's like 40. <laughs> no, yeah. Um, but yeah, basically, Chance the Rapper, if you want to talk to me more about Chance, I'm happy to happy, talk. Happy. Happy. To talk we'll just do a live stream for that. <laughs> just infinite. Let's <laughs> do a 24 um, hour. But to to move on, um, who should I go for? Chance. Pick one or two. Uh, no order. Just chuck them out there. Pick one or two. One. All right. Frank Ocean. Ooh. Actually, I could see that coming. Yeah, Frank. Look, it might. Seem- another. You just like people p- picking missing people. <laughs> oh my god, these two are in hiding. Frank. I feel like a lot of people agree with that one. Um, this man's loved. I think when I mentioned earlier what my criteria for it was, I think Frank just fits that perfectly. Mm-hmm. He is a pioneer in that he doesn't like. He kind of resists pressure and like follows his own vision in that kind of sense. I don't know if that makes. He just doesn't care. That's what I gather. He just does not care what everyone else is doing. Exactly. Talk about staying, like, not staying in your lane, but just, like, he's just never looking side to side. He just does his thing and that's it. Yeah. Mm. Um, So, kind of that. So, he's definitely on his own, riding his own wave. He knows what he wants. And he has that ability, uh, sorry, he has the ability to not be exploited by the music industry. Oh, yeah. And he has consciously made the effort to not be exploited definitely um because he's just in and out like he doesn't fluff around he just does his music yeah. and then he's he's just ghost literally just invisible and I think he 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 funded his first like album he was already signed right it might have been to def jam music really 
he was fine. Yeah, right. But they kind of shelved him. Oh, really? I can mm-hmm. see I can see Frank getting shelved and then just oh. everyone regretting it. What, he gives me the vibes that take away the money, take away the fame, his music would sound exactly the same. That's regardless. the other yeah. thing. He just makes music as if he doesn't even know he's famous. Mm-hmm. Um, you just, when you're listening to his tracks, you just feel like you're reading someone's diary yeah. sort of thing. Like, definitely, definitely. I don't know how to, else to describe it. I think a lot of people can relate to that one. That's okay. that's one that just everyone kind of gets probably. Yeah. Um, again, I can talk on about Frank Ocean and just like there. I've recently found out that there are songs that he's written for like Beyonce and stuff. Really? Yeah. You could do two live streams, same time. (laughs) We're going to have to do four if you really want. Go again. When I say I've chosen these artists. Who follows that? Go. Okay. Prince. Prince? Ooh, I like this. Everyone's going to, yeah. So Prince is at the same time as like Michael Jackson and people like, you know, there was beef. Wait, was there really? What was it over? Look, Who I had the fluffiest blouse? <laughs> <laughs> what was this over? I actually don't know. Okay. I just we'll stick to Prince. Quincy, Quincy Jones. Oh man, this is getting complex. Yeah, Quincy's in there. He mentioned like talked about the beef when someone really Quin- well, I think Quincy tried would have been to run someone over in a limousine. Okay. <laughs> Hollywood, Hollywood. Um, Prince. Yeah, I'll let you go. You probably know a lot more. Um. No, print, go on about Prince. Like, I don't know. In, no, I think it speaks like, for itself. Like, in Prince. terms of his like music ability, I mm. think he's pretty untouchable. No, untouchable. I mean, everyone knows him as like the flamboyant kind of sex symbol kind of mm. thing, but he was a very talented man. Like, yeah. 27 instruments. I think he played most of the instruments for his first five albums. Really? He played the instruments himself. That's and crazy. Himself. Yeah. That's so God I level. That's pretty insane. And that's something that kind of gets kind of forgotten about, I think, in today's like music is who's actually doing the music true. and like bands. Like, <laughs> Kanye just doesn't mention anyone in the features. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's true. Bands go underrated and yeah. they go under the radar and no, like, not, as enough, not enough recognition as I personally think they deserve. But... Prince, yeah, his first five albums, he he played the music himself, and I just think that's insane. Yeah, it's like some Stevie Wonder shit. Like beyond that, he was also just very eccentric, like extremely. Him and like David Bowie, they're on that like same sort of. Yeah, this like kind of like people couldn't tell if that like he was gay or not, but he wasn't. I don't think he ever disclosed that. He was married. I thought he just... Oh, was he? Oh, my bad. But he definitely did switch, like, like, like to switch his, like, Oh, he cross-dressed. Gender, yeah, yeah. Like, you know. He was sort of fluid in that He has way. that song, If I Was Your Girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. Like, he's definitely. just incredible. Yeah, and there I weren't many he, people doing that back then. Back then, and I think, yeah, he just really leaned into going against the masculine kind of oh, rock, yeah. sort of... Would you say that um, Lil Nas X is just a New Day Prince? <laughs> How dare I? How dare I? Gonna get into that. (laughs) No, let's not. Again, this is like one of those pioneers that I mentioned. That I think he's still ahead of his time, and he's has been around for a minute. Absolutely. Like, when are men gonna start wearing blouses? No, summer's coming up, so I'll probably keep it. I'll probably save it for next year. (laughs) Blouses. Have you seen that Dave Chappelle skit? Yeah, blouses. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but basically, yeah, Prince. He's a pioneer, not only in like the music industry, but just for people literally just being themselves. I think people like um, 
Harry Styles. Mm. People just went like lost their shit when, when he you wore, wore the dress on arm. Yeah, and I was yeah. I was like, this ain't new. Like people have been doing Lil Nas. When I see it. stuff like that, I'm just like, <laughs> Prince did it better. <laughs> like I'm like, how dare you? I'm just like, <laughs> how dare you try to be that? <laughs> like wear it, like pull that dress up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, people like lost their shit and were like, oh my god, Harry Styles doing this and. Before Harry Styles was doing it, Lil Nas was doing it. I know. Before I couldn't believe Lil that got Nas so much play when Harry Styles. I, was, I wouldn't have batted an eyelid. Like I'm not even trying to say like, it's because he got. Because he pause. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true. But yeah, he like I don't think either of them. Well, maybe Lil Nas. I can't really comment on Lil Nas. Well. I, was I think yeah. Prince definitely paved the way for eccentric artist oh for sure for sure and his singing and songwriting abilities the I think way that goes under I think that's the underrated part the amount of songs he's written mm. and just given away and hasn't even wanted credit for blows my mind crazy um, there's apparently there's an entire album of songs that he's just given away he's written for yeah. people on that's god level that's like Hendrix level mm-hmm. oh I should have put Hendrix Hendrix is right there actually looking over us Who's number four? Who follows that? Okay, so this one was an interesting one, and I'm actually quite excited to talk about him. This I'm is a very sure. pretty Rushmore. If you were to chisel this into a mountain, this is a pretty-looking list. <laughs> this person, I, I don't know if you many people know about him, but Lead Belly? No. Have you, so he this is... is on, oh, I might have to get onto it. If this has made your top four, then fuck. He is... I, And I can... This is the hill I'm going to die on. I don't think music today would be what it is if it wasn't for Lead Belly. So Jesus, how do you follow that? <laughs> That's a hot take. Yeah. So this man is actually a like a folk singer from the very early nine. Oh, he was born in like 1888, I think. Um, yeah. He was a folk singer. His parents, I believe, are ex-slaves, and so Jesus. most of his song, like most of his ability to like learn music and stuff came from just like following his parents around the kind of work songs that kind of were passed down to you yeah. know i'm just reading his bio now it's pretty nuts he he's insane this um, is crazy this man like i, I just don't even know where yeah to begin, i, I can see why you're struggling <laughs> this is this goes back a long way this is some lineage yeah far out he has the Actually, okay, if you don't know of Lead Belly, you definitely know of some of his songs. Um, Good Night Irene. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. Oh, I'm looking at it. Yeah, Good yeah, Night yeah. Irene, um, Black Betty. He has one of the earliest recordings of Black Betty, which was then done by, is it Nirvana? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Nirvana. Yeah. <laughs> who, actually, Nirvana, most specifically, Kurt Cobain pays a lot of homage. As to, long as he pays homage, it's all mm-hmm, good. To Lead Belly. But this man, listen to, well, maybe... If, like, if you can put some. Yeah, I'll chuck some in there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, put some of his music in. Give it a listen. I can see him playing an accordion yeah, and a guitar here. That's the other thing. So he was the 12-string legend, I think they called him. So For the man. 12-string guitar and 6-string guitar and the accordion. That's, cr- that's such a weird mix. This... Man led um led belly. I think his name was Huddy. He um Yeah, Huddy actually William spent led better. quite a bit of time in jail. He was he'd murdered people. Oh that's nice. Yeah. But he was I think his first time he was in prison was in Texas. 
and he, I forget how long he was in there for, but then the mayor of Texas or whatever, the county or whatever it is. It sounds like a Tarantino film. Came in, he played Goodnight Irene for the mayor, and the mayor let him out because he played that So he's the Pied Piper, basically. Pretty much. That's crazy. Far um, out, I need to get on this. This, yeah, look, this, it's kind of odd. The way I found, uh, how did I come across Lead Belly? I yeah, think, you would have had to do some digging. I don't think I... I think it was my dad, actually. I think me and dad used to go to garage sales together and he'd always buy, like, cheaper CDs. Yeah. And he popped this one on in the car and the first track was I'm Sorry Mama. Yeah. And I just fell in love with it. Like, I don't know what it was. Yeah, it's just got that thing. Yeah, but yeah. if anybody has a chance, just look into him because he he kind of, again, was like pioneered this like rhythm that people just couldn't people couldn't join him because it was his own rhythm mm. and i think that really was the start of like music these days like i don't know how to put no, it no 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 i yeah we we get it music didn't just you know it's not like the big bang it came from somewhere there's a lineage and you'll find a lot of it comes from probably guys like this um i could name a few others but you know like yeah it it when you go back, it doesn't take you long to realise where things came from because, um, you know, the 16 bars or um, the 12-string blues didn't just appear one day. Exactly. So, um, yeah, if anyone's interested, there's a whole lot of archives on the Smithsonian um, folk something or other. I'd love to go to the Smithsonian. Yeah. But also, again, if you're interested, I have books on this man. I have CDs Eesh, on books. this man. Yeah. That's crazy. Um. Well, definitely follow that one up, I think, I'd suggest, because I haven't heard you be, like, speechless about an artist like that. So, that's pretty crazy. I think, yeah, I think what overwhelmed you is, like, how far it goes back. Yeah. Like, how much has wanna, come from it. Yeah, I just don't want to, like, frighten people. Or, like, not frighten <sighs> Why not? <laughs> but, yeah, Lead Belly, I think he definitely belongs on my Mount Rushmore, because I don't think we'd have any of the music that we have today. It sounds like he is the mountain. The whole mountain. <laughs> All right, shit. Well, I don't think mine... Uh, up to that standard, but I'll give it a go. Far out. I need to just digest yours. That's crazy. <laughs> Far out. Okay. Um, my first one. I'm not going to go on too much about because it's pretty, pretty standard for a stereotypical black guy. But Tupac, Tupac Shakur, Shakur. This man's just. I mean, fuck. You know, talk about a martyr. Like. It's Tupac, man. It's Tupac. There's literally a mural of him right there. You can't even see it, but... Yeah, it's Tupac. Is he Boop. really dead? Uh, I hope not, but probably. <laughs> probably he's probably dead as fuck. No, he's just in Cuba. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, Tupac, like like you said about Chance, like I feel like I'm feeling it. Like, did I get shot seven times? Probably not. But, <laughs> but Tupac, he just speaks to me, man. Like, <laughs> So let's, you know... Deep. It's deep. It is deep. That's why I'm trying to gloss over it. I'm just trying to gloss over my... Insc- no, Tupac, really. Just to name a few songs. Thug's Mansion. Um, Dear Mama. Oh, everyone knows Dear Mama. Um, every, every single track. Like, he's one of those artists. When I was, um, like, a kid, it was my first time knowing every single word to it. Like, every song on an album. Like, to this day, like, if a song comes on, um, it's almost depressing when you know an artist so well that 
like you know every single word so sometimes you'll hear a song by them and you go oh this is something i haven't heard and then you'll you'll literally rap the next few bars and you're just like oh shit you know what i mean yeah. it's just like oh, i wish there was something new like it's nice knowing every song but it's just like i don't know that's not even a flex it's just like i wish there was more of him obviously so do if you, you I, if you're out there <laughs> if you're here watching he'll be he'll the, be watching this sure if you're watching the local phone <laughs> yeah that's what he that's what i was gonna say he loves the show do you think he would be what he is if he was still alive <sighs> i think he'd be more like I, I it sounds like overkill completely but i think he is uh he's malcolm x reincarnate he's like he's on the same level as like he's such a social provocateur i think he's he was seen as so outlandish and he was so troubled so fucking troubled and obviously it ended up leading to he 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 self-destructed essentially it was his own doing that led to it but um i think he'd be levels above just music in general i think he'd be doing way more than that um he was never confined to that in the first place and just to remind you he was 25 when he died so not even scratching the surface of his potential so young he he was also an actor wasn't he He yeah yeah, yeah. He's in some awesome movies, actually. He's in Juice. Um, he's in um, Poetic Justice. Uh, he's in some really good OG like '80s and '90s movies. Um, Poetic Justice with Janet Jackson. Mm-hmm. All right, Tupac done. Yeah, I feel like that's similar. That's on the similar level to like Frank. Like everyone kind of like a lot of people wouldn't listen to Tupac, but they all kind of get it. Like you hear a name enough, and you're just like, okay, there must be something decent about him. Something timeless as well. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, and he's permeated through pop culture, like bandanas and chains and tattoos. Like he, he did it. Get the damn nose piercing. Yeah, feminine. Mm-hmm. See, and he's feminine. Crazy. It's insane. Lauren Hill. Already mentioned it last time. Lauren. Yeah, Lauren. Nothing to me. <laughs> nah, Lauren. And she feels like she's dead sometimes. Pause. Because her legacy is already so like. She's already a Hall of Famer in all the categories. So, it's kind of like, wait, Lauren's still around? She's still probably doing shows. It's just like... I think I found her Instagram the other day. And something that just, like, I found bizarre is that she was with Bob Marley. Like, does that not... With him? Yeah. What's the age difference? Bob's not a young... Wasn't a young guy. I don't know, but, like, they had kids. Really? Doesn't that... Yeah. Oh, man. I could see... so. Yeah, you could see Lauren ending up with, like... Some random Rastafarian. Really? I think that just... It just blows my mind. No, that blows my mind completely. I'm I'm like, damn. I thought she'd be close age to Ziggy, his son. Maybe not. She's getting on. She's getting on. But yeah, she's one of those people that just feels like... I can't believe she's still walking this planet. And I'm just like, you know... And you obviously, like I mentioned, you saw her, which is crazy. The reason I picked Lauren um, is for one of her shows slash albums specifically, which is Unplugged. Unplugged is obviously famous already. Cobain. Everyone has been a lot, a lot of people that are you know being have been on Unplugged, but this woman recorded an entire album live, and obviously she's not the first person to do that. But no one did it like her. Mark my words, she did a Unplugged. Her Unplugged album was probably uh, probably fifteen tracks, maybe twenty if you include like interludes. Yeah, I think it was about twenty. Yeah, if you include the interludes, which there is a few, she goes start to finish, one take flawless i think she makes like a small uh, mistake in one but she plays the guitar the entire time her vocals are just stupid and once you can get past the vocals and actually hear what she's saying ridiculous there's one song in it that i suggest people listen to and i've completely i should have written it down freedom time 
Freedom Time. Listen to Freedom Time. Oh, my God. Freedom Time gives me chills. I need to go and listen to Freedom Time again. Unplugged, like Lauren Hill's Unplugged, that is one of the first few albums that I literally just sit in my room, in a dark room. Dark just, room. We get just, it. Dark room. You got a dark yeah. room, that one. <laughs> you got a dark room, that You just got to dark that one. No, yeah. And Hearing if you don't have a dark... Voice, her emotion, so raw. Oh, and sometimes I can't... Raw. I need to turn the lights on because... I'll just be. I wake up in tears. No, dark room. That album. It's crazy. Um, moving on from Lauren. MF Doom. I should have worn the Doom shirt. Wore it last time. MF Doom. Um, he hasn't had enough time to become that god level yet. But in his own right, you you ask many people. The thing that annoys me about Doom is his fans are annoying, and I am. Sort of one I, of them. I can understand. They are painful. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> no, but they are. They're just like, he's already the best. How dare you? I was like, I mean, yeah, he's great. We just said he, that. <laughs> no, listen, he's one of the best. He's on the Rushmore. That's all the credit I need you to give. You literally But like, I'm like, let it resonate. <laughs> let it resonate. Like, obviously, he's not alive anymore to um to make music. So, you know, rest in peace to the late and great. Um, none of us anticipated that he wouldn't be around. Um, but... This guy, the way he has, <laughs> the way he does, he, he plots out his rhyme schemes and the way he sets his bars up and I can't even put it into words, it's it's the most confusing yet satisfying experience ever. When I first heard a Doom song, I thought, what is wrong with this? It's like something's wrong with it. Like it does, it just doesn't sound correct. And then the more I looked into it, the more I realized the genius behind it and why that's why he's so amazing. Um, but there's something that just doesn't sound right about it because he's not confined to the 16 bars, the standard. Um, there's lots of videos on how he actually sets up his rhyme schemes, but amazing lyricist. Um, and another thing about him is his identity was a huge lure to me. Like, um, as you know, he wears a mask for pretty much he, you know all of his appearances. Um, and although people know who he is, um, I won't say his name, but it's MF Doom. I mean, like, for a long time, this no one knew who he was at all. And that was so cool to me. I was like, he's like a real-life villain because that was his alter ego, um, um, Vincent Von Doom or whatever. What's it? Yeah, Vincent Von Doom. He, he, like, ripped it off a comic book. But he's, like, the villain. He's the super villain. And um, you never see the man behind the mask. Unfortunately, his fans, which are nuts, like, tracked him down and found out who he was. But I was just like, no, 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 no. Like, I don't know who he is. Like, it's Doom crazy rest in peace last but not least and this one i don't feel right about having him on here <laughs> dave santan dave why not no, this is one of the ones that will be popping on and off no i'll tell you why not the reason why he shouldn't be on here is exactly why he's so great he's 23 you shouldn't be on a rushmore at 23 but he is um i'm gonna get into him soon so i'm not gonna go too much into him santan dave you're gonna hear a lot about him He's a UK rapper, 23 years old. Uh, he's coming through the ranks. Like, this guy, it scares me because his best work is actually yet to come, fingers crossed. But if his career stopped today, he's, he's, he's you know, he's, he's done more than a lot of people have in um, a lot longer time. time. Moving on. So, we'll come back to Dave. Current best in the game. Hit me. Kendrick, I think. Mm. Kendrick and Baby Keem. He comes back with that. I think that just means something's in the work. Mm-hmm. 
he doesn't tend to just yeah. drop something and hide again, I think. Yeah, that's right. There's Everything's planned. Like, there's there's always method behind the madness when it comes to Kendrick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's crazy that you think he's... To- I, I don't disagree, but that's crazy that he can come back and just re-establish himself on the throne like that. I think also, I must admit, the visuals... Like, the visual aid just supports him that much more. Ugh, no. um, that's, like, humble. I, think- oh, I, 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 I liked humble. But when I saw the visuals, I was like, I like humble. Yeah, and he's he's definitely you, he definitely is a man because you know some people just don't even make visuals anymore, mm. and so I think the fact that he cares about his visuals and puts work and effort into it, um, I think he puts way more effort into the visuals than anything. Yeah, and I'm not mad about it. Like um, with Element, the Element video clip. I know we're telling you to do a lot, but go watch if you have time. Watch <laughs> Element. To do list at and the end. Every scene behind Element has like a long history, and he's he's. Everything's so curated. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, no. Nah, so, I... Kendrick. Straight well, up. Yeah. yeah. Who else is hot? Smiley. Smiley. I you mentioned this one. Yeah. <laughs> Just because of that track with Drake? <laughs> yeah. Smiley's crazy. Did you know about Smiley beforehand? No. <laughs> I didn't either. That was funny. Yeah. What's the track called again? Over the Top. Is yeah. it called Over the Top? Something like that. Yeah. So, wow. You yeah. must really like him because... um, Is it a he? <laughs> Yeah. I can't, I couldn't tell in the track. Um, you must really like him. If he jumps on a track with Drake and you um and you rate it, wow, that's 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 big. Well, man, I've been bumping it for the it's, last it's, like it's a five banger. weeks. No, it's a banger. It's a real banger. Um, gang, gang, gang. <laughs> um, I wear it better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, it's it's a bop. It's a bop. Um, anyone more like close to these shores? That's killing More local? It. More local-ish. We won't get into local-local, but like, I don't know. You Oh, Kid Leroy. I love Kid Leroy. Got it. <laughs> the Kid Leroy. Um, Isaac hates me for did, loving Kid did, Leroy. Yeah, but did, Isaac hates you for that. Isaac would love the Kid Leroy. He doesn't, surprisingly. Really? He um, can't stand the boy. Do we claim him? Is he Australian or not? Oh, I don't know, because he lives I, overseas I don't think now. we claim him, no. No, because he his name... But I found out, like, his name actually pays tribute to his um mob. Oh, really? His country. He's indigenous. Yeah. That's blown my mind. Yeah. Um. Oh, I forgot what the... Is it Coolaroy? Oh, Coolaroy no or something? Um, I don't... He's just been over in Cali too long. I just feel yeah. wrong claiming him. And he never comes back. It's like, huh. Well, I guess he so, can't. So, like... No, nah, the Coolaroy's killing it. He doesn't need any more clout, so we'll move on. <laughs> um. I'll jump in here. Um, current best in the game, DC. So I, I won't go on to about UK guys too much, but DC, just DC. Amazing. His cadence, um, he's just got this really laid back flow, much like um, um, Unknown T. There's there's another guy called Unknown T. Really just chilled out vibe, which is good for a certain mood, obviously. Just vibes, dude. Vibes. Summer vibes, dude. Um, but his, his, his flow is immaculate. Um, got to name some females in here. Georgia Smith. Oh, she's, she's been great. at the top. I know she's been, a, but Georgia Smith continues to just up the ante. She's 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 approaching like Alicia Keys level. I don't uh, maybe know. Not. I feel like her maybe her not. last album, her latest album that dropped, just kind of went under. I feel like I don't listen to her good. albums, so I, I can't say I'm a f- fan fan. But her okay. like individual track wise, yeah. yeah. A lot of people, an album album is a different element. I think perfecting the album is a whole different thing. You know, like you can be amazingly talented. Even more so, like you know, as as much as Georgia Georgia Smith is, and you can still make terrible albums. Like I know plenty of artists that just miss, and you know you can tell the artists that aren't confident making albums because they just don't. Mm-hmm. Like I'm sure everyone's been on Spotify looking at an album, uh, an artist, and you're just like, 
they don't have albums. <laughs> they just have singles. So yeah. Um, on top, like female artist Snow Allegra. Snow Allegra. Snow Allegra. Snow Allegra. If I'm pronouncing that wrong, someone let me know, please. No, nah, it sounds right. I don't um, know. Oh, her latest album is beautiful. Um, check it out. What is it called? Yes, I'm a real fan. You can see. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna fact straight. Temporary highs, <laughs> highs in the violet skies. It's you heard a it here beautiful first. piece. I love it. Yeah, right. Um, if I'll put it up. See, I'll put it. <laughs> <laughs> I think is that how we're doing everything now? <laughs> um, coffee. Have you heard of coffee? Mm. Coffee with a K. Oh yes. Mm-hmm. Coffee's crazy, especially the song Rapture. So I'll put them all up here for people that want to have a listen. Coffee, amazing. Um, I'll chuck Doja Cat in there just because she's going crazy, but I'm not going to speak on her. She's got enough fame. Um, yeah, because she's getting clout off this. Um, Tobe, Tobe, Tobe. He's insane. I love him. Nuigwe. I think it's, I don't know how to say it. I think just anyone who goes onto Tiny Desk Mm -hmm. and does their sets on Tiny Desk, I almost maybe like 80% of the time love their Tiny Desk performance more than their... Oh, definitely. It's, it's more, um, intimate. You get a different experience with Tiny Desk, for sure. But his lyricism, and um, I'll probably post a video of him on Insta as well, just because his visuals, he's big on the visuals. Um, he's very, uh, he's almost too squeaky clean for me, though. He's he's super talented, but he's just like, he's definitely made an effort to just be super, like he's pure in every way, which is cool. But um, And then an honourable mention to Blast, who's already blown up, but um, I just like this guy because I was listening to him before he was like big, big. But Blast... Um, not Australian at all, but um, he, he's, he's cool. He hasn't shown the ability to switch it up yet, though. He's found what he's good at, um, but he's yet to sort of venture. So, he might he might burn out soon. All right. Best uh, Aussie artist. All right. So, recently, I've been listening to Planet Vegeta. Yeah. So, you just um, let me know about them today, actually. Um, I don't know when I've heard of them. Where are they from? Sydney. I think they're from Sydney's West. They're a trio. Yep. Um, look, I actually don't know much about them because I th- I just don't think they're like, that well-known. They haven't, haven't been around gone, for that long? Or? Yeah. And What's I, with the Vegeta? Because I know Vegeta's from Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, so I think they pay a lot of homage to like pop culture sort oh, of okay. things. Um, speaking of, they've just released a EP, album. Yeah, right. I don't know. But it's called Letters to Chi-Chi and... I'd recommend you checking it out. But if you want to just... Is that your favourite track? Huh? What's Sailor Moon would definitely be my favourite track. They also have uh, COVID-92, which is like a raw session, which I think is really cool. Um, these guys kind of present like a little... like like Kind of like a funk bass sort of... I like their vocals. Yeah, I like how they sing. Yeah. Rap sort of thing. Yeah, um, I like when they sing. But yeah, it's kind of... Yeah, like I said, funk, bass line, soulful... <laughs> But it's like R and B flavored. Yeah. Um, Soul Train. Yeah, no, they're cool. Sailor Moon. I don't know why I said. Are Soul they from? Train. Wait, where are they from in Sydney? Sydney, Sydney, wet like West. So Sydney? they're from similar places to like One Four and stuff. Yeah. Are they? Yeah. It's cool to see they're able to switch it up a bit because I think the expectation now, which isn't great, it's just for drill or just rap, and it's like everyone knows that you know a lot of those guys from that you know ethnic background have crazy good voices so it's good to see them sort of utilizing that yeah, um, these guys are also like islander yeah exactly so y- you know not stereotype but a lot of them can sing really well and it's good to see them doing that instead of just talking about guns and shit um i'm gonna nominate not nominate it's not a fucking ice bucket challenge <laughs> 
on Nick number eight. <laughs> I'm calling you out. <laughs> You've got 24 hours. Skin on skin. Skin on skin is a DJ based in Melbourne. Chisholm. Right? Did you see that? Do you have his actual address. You're funny, man. <laughs> I'm giving out addresses. Skin on skin. He's South Sudanese, which I actually only found out. So I was so into him that I just didn't want to ruin it. I was just like, I like listening to his music. He doesn't put his face on stuff, so I'm like, who cares what he looks like? South Sudanese. So that was a pleasant surprise. Um, he's he's amazing. So he's kind of he's he's gone for that sort of incognito thing where he doesn't want people to know too much about him. So it's kind of cool. Mm. Or maybe I just don't know that much about him. He does a awesome Mob Ties remix, um, which is one of Drake's songs, and he just does his whole own thing on it. You'd barely know it was someone else's song. I'm going to post that on the Insta as well. That's awesome. Um, before you name your second one, another Melbourne duo. Um, sorry, a Melbourne duo that go by Cairo and Genius. I'll post a song of theirs as well. Um, one of them's a DJ and one of them does the vocals. You'd like them. Um, Cairo and Genius, they... I don't know how they're not bigger yet. I'm surprised that their following is so small, which is kind of cool, but they are... Mr. Texty Texty. They sound elite. Like, the the production quality is amazing. Like, they sound, like, next level. Um, and they haven't got, like, Aussie accents, so they're very marketable to the US, which is definitely a big thing that a lot of artists try to do purposely, I think, a lot of Aussie artists. They try to ease back on the accent a little bit um, just because Americans just have no idea what we're talking about. So, they're awesome. Who's your next one? My next one, T Zandos. T Zandos. I'm not even sure how to pronounce. All oh, your artists have crazy names. She, she's blowing up. She, she's literal baby. Like, I don't think she's any older than my little sister. But um, what? Yeah, she goes on some drill shit. Bull. Look, I think she goes hard. And how do you spell it? T double E. Oh. Z. Oh, what? As if. That's crazy. She looks like 12. Yeah, right. And so she's a driller. Yeah, she's a drill artist. Um, She has some good shit. Which city? I think Sydney again. True. But again, I don't try to locate where they It looks like she's from Essex. Actually, I don't want to come for me. <laughs> no, yeah. Not good. Oh, That's um, your next one? Her, yeah, she just had a latest single. I think she released it in May uh, called 45... Oh, page 45. Page 45. There we go. Um, 44. Yeah. That's crazy. Sampa the Great. Oh. I know I mentioned this before. I didn't even know she was Australian. Sampa the Great is amazing. She's been around for a while now. Check out her colours show if you wish you can be bothered. She's awesome. So, <clears throat> I don't know what the ethnicity is. I think she's Zambian. How Zambian? do you know that? Zambian. Yeah, maybe. She's awesome. So Yeah, she really... <clears throat> Actually, that's... What the hell? She's done something with Jungle Pussy? Remix feature. Jeez, do I have to bleep that out? <laughs> hmm? Nah, who's Jungle Pussy? Nah, she's actually... A, oh, she's a rapper. Sample yeah. the Great. She she pops up at, like, Australian festivals all the time. And I'm like, wow, she flies over from the US a lot. Makes a lot of sense now. It's her backyard. So, I just wouldn't have guessed she's Australian. No obvious accent or anything. And um, she's, she's, pre- she's pretty big, so... I think her first debut... Or her debut album, Birds and the Bee Nine... Mm-hmm. That was a beautiful album. Yeah. I remember listening to that oh, summer of 2017 or something. It was just she doesn't give a shit too. She's cool. Mm. She's just like heavy metal. She doesn't give a fuck. Mm. She's awesome. I'm gonna name a Canberra one. Party at eleven. 
So this guy's been on the up for a little while now. I don't know him personally. Um, he lives north side. But he's doing some cool stuff. He's got a track that is one of the catchiest, like, local tracks I've ever heard. Um, it's called All In. It's got the catchiest hook. It's just, it's just one of those songs. Like, even making a video for it, I was just like, it was in my head for the rest of the day. Um, and then he's kind of, not transitioned, but he does a lot of, um, um, like, faith stuff. So, to do with, um, you know, his faith and um, spreading the word of God. So, that's kind of a lot of his aim, I, I assume, because um, a lot of his songs are centered around that and the videos as well. So, he's, he's, he's on the steady, steady come up. Um, I think he's doing some shows in Canberra and stuff. I don't know everything about the guy, but um, he's definitely got some talent. Yeah. You got yes. any more? You got any camera ones? No. Mm-hmm. Let's move on to most overrated. And I had someone literally just message me because I asked them the other day. I was like, "Who's your, like who's most overrated? Like I need to know people." And they just let me know, and it's actually a good one. Who is it? I won't start with that one. You have a few. Yeah, I have a few. Oh, I just have one. You said, oh, and you're already <laughs> giving it away. So with most overrated, it has to be someone that's um, overrated. Yeah, but like not someone that's just famous and isn't talented because there's plenty of those. But but someone who genuinely takes himself very seriously and a lot of people take them seriously and we just don't understand why. Done. Um, you going to kick it off? No, okay. just go. Drake. <laughs> Drake. Okay, I'm sorry, B. All of our no, I don't care. All of our followers are going to stop just following go. us. Um, look, like I him? literally, just to say it nicely, I just think Drake is a little bitch boy. He's He's a lover boy. No, he's a little bitch boy. That's oh, okay. what he is. Certified bitch boy. <laughs> Practically. Is that it? Um, <laughs> you just... That's why I hate Listen, him. I know, I know I, you've mentioned I, we both used to not like him. Yeah, actually, that's something that I thought we bonded over. No, we that, did. You know what? I think it's once once Isaac came and Isaac mentioned that he liked Drake, then you're like, oh, fuck yeah, I like Drake too. I didn't. You what? did. <laughs> you did. You I just was never. Be- <laughs> oh, my God. No way. That's the most disrespect. No, I just respect his ability to move with the times and progressively switch up his flow and his shit slaps. I'm not saying he's a cool guy. Some, he's just a knob in a lot of ways, but it slaps. Look, that's, that's, I have to admit, he does have some good songs, but I don't think I can call him a talented rapper. Sure. At best. I think there's a lot of stuff that he releases that isn't as good as people make it out to be, for sure. He's at that level where people just blow smoke up his ass for no reason. Yeah, like, like, He's definitely built, like, an impressive body of work thus far. Oh, yeah. And, like, he makes good songs, but, like, most of which he's just... Like, it just includes him, like, cooing on. Like, or, like, you know... Mm. Like, it's most of him... No. Yeah. Sort of crooning on. Yeah, no, he does, yeah. I can agree with all of that, probably. Most of his songs are just catchier more than they are lyrical. Sure. No, that's, that's, that's a fact, actually. And I think that just... At best, he's an average singer and neither a Jeez, brilliant Jeez, you really got a list. <laughs> a, well, everyone's always asking, why do I hate Drake's No, nah, yeah, I feel like people Look, need I to justify. I don't hate him, but I just think he's just that overrated. He's neither a brilliant lyricist nor an excellent rapper. I kind of just see him as a pop star who just happens to know how to rap on the side. Okay, I have to stop agreeing there. <laughs> I agree with a lot of that, but maybe not the end bit. Also, is he done flirting with underage women? Oh, jeez. Oh, that's the bombshell. <laughs> that's the, I'm s- no, listen. Yeah, um, I agree. I just like his music. I just like his music. I don't know. Yeah, like, but why? He's cringy like- in a lot of ways. Because it, <laughs> it's catchy. He knows what he's doing. It's not a fluke. He's proven time and time again. He's in it for the long run. He's here to stay. 
And personally, I can't see I can't see him slu- like easing up anytime soon. And I think this album is just gonna do. No, you can do that all you want. He's just gonna do. <laughs> he's gonna continue to do numbers. So, although I envy you not liking Drake, because it must be tough. You're gonna lose a lot of energy. Like it sounds like he's living in your hand, head rent free at this point. But yes, so I'm not gonna go that big. I'm just gonna keep it Australia. Most overrated. Most overrated in my opinion. Disclaimer: my opinion. Amy Shark. My I don't even need name. a disclaimer for that. Everyone knows she sucks. Amy Shark Bro, sucks. I think I like was watching The Voice once, but she was like performing as one of the guests or something. I damn thought she was a contestant. Really? <laughs> I don't I was like, now who is this? She just... I don't get it. What? T- someone explained to me what's interesting about it. She's just the most normal person that makes the most normal subpar music. Like, it seems like I care a lot more than I do, but explain to me. And now I think everyone's on the same boat. She did the NRL grand final and just blew it. And now everyone's like, okay, she's the jig's up. She sucks. What happened at NRL? I don't know. Her performance just sucked and everyone realised suddenly at the same time that she sucks. So, yeah, Amy Shark. I mean, she's kind of faded off into obscurity anyway, so that's all good. Hooligan Hefs. And just that whole thing. Hooligan Hefs and all the hooligans. That whole thing. It's just like... Hooligans. It's just so tacky. Like, And I will definitely get hate from that because they got a big following. But you sound like a grumpy old man. I do, but I just... like I'm not, I don't care that much. It's not that deep, but it's just like... It just kind of seems like some kitty shit. Like, they just talk about shit that they don't do. Much like 1-4, and it's just like, I get it. I get the appeal. Like, it's catchy. Um, and, you know, they, they dress a certain way and they, they're characters and whatnot. But, yeah, just kind of cringy. Like, I feel like a lot of people in a two two or three years would just be like, ugh. Mm. Like, hefts. Mm, I don't know. Um, you got another? You just got Drake, hey? Drake, oh, I just got sent one. She said, um, this is from a girl I work with. She said, say Tones and I. I don't know that much about Tones and I. I saw Tones and I. Tones and I is overrated. Everyone's come to that. Because you love Tones and I? No, no, no. Well, like, I mean, she's she's got that unique voice, but like, it's like. That's it. I don't know. Everyone was waiting to see if she could back it up. And then it was just like, yeah, no. That meme. (laughs) Oh, do I know this one? It's it's just a meme of like, it's Tones and I. Oh, no, 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 no. It was Chris Griffin. I don't know this people. <laughs> it's just like, this is a picture of Tones and I. I'm terrible. Wait, what? <laughs> I'll have to put it up. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> it's legit. It was like when she start, first started blowing up. Oh, people okay. People were like posting pictures of her because people were like wondering, what does she look like? Does oh, her yeah. Voice I, did, I did wonder what she looked like. Um, And someone just decided that she looked like Chris Griffin. <laughs> yeah, probably. Griffin. She kind of does. I'm not going to lie. She's one of the, yeah, she doesn't look like her voice. Yeah, no. It's kind of like Lord. Lord never looked like the way she sounded. Album of the year hit me. Ooh. Thus oh. far. This is hard. I completely forgot to think about that. Oh, did you? Oh. Were you going to jump on my back with this one? Yeah. Were you? No. Do we have the same album? Oh, yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. Because I we? said I was going to say it. But Who's blowing we... you up? Who? The only person I know. Tones and I. <laughs> <laughs> You're so funny. Um... So we have the same album. No, 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 because you told me not to. Because no, no, we can. That that's good because that streamlines everything. If you want, he, he told me not to I because didn't. he said, had already decided I to do this. Can, <laughs> that's a lie. Do you want to have the same album? No, I, it, I, it is a clear winner. So you can if you want. No, I've got I've got another one. Yeah, I think go. album of the year so far, flu game. AJ Tracy. Ooh, 
I like it. Yeah, that's a good one. It's a, it's a bit tough. Yeah, that's a close second for me. Yeah, um, that's a good. That's a good one. AJ is just. Hmm. If AJ can keep this up. Um. Yeah. yeah AJ Tracy flu game. Just. Any favorite tracks in that? Oh, there was a few. There's a few. There's a few. There's a lot it's of that in my place. It's one of those albums that I can listen to very evenly. Mm-hmm. No, I, 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 I um, listen to that one a lot, actually. Yeah. That's a um, very good album. I actually haven't listened to it in a while. So no. Yeah. No, that's oh, an Obviously, awesome like, Little More Love kind of yep. blew up a bit. Um, there was, a no- I think, Number Nine was the one I liked as well. Everything he does just sounds good. Yeah. It's weird. He's just found his groove. Um, right, just before you go into yours. Yeah. The off-season. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Do you think it was a flop? Do you think it was... I don't think it was a flop, but it didn't meet my expectations. That's all I'll say. But Cole, Cole's damned if he doesn't, damned if he does, because he's just set the bar too high. He's just reached this level where it's hard not to be disappointed because I keep comparing him to, you know, his past, which I shouldn't. But, um, yeah, I, he's, he's, he's just kind of... Yeah, he's plateaued a little for me. Another hot take... What? Born Sinner is J. Cole's best album. Forest Hills Drive. <laughs> you just agree. Actually, I know. It's a good album. Forest Hills Drive is. All right. All right. It's no surprises. Dave. Dave's album. I mean, we're all alone in this together. I already mentioned this album a little bit. When it came out, I couldn't believe it. Even though I knew it was coming out. I don't know why else. Can't believe it. From start to finish, this album is... Near perfection. Um, as a body of work, like we mentioned before, everything works together. As a body of work, this album is almost flawless, and I really mean that. His storytelling, his lyricism, his understanding of how to convey a message, um, how to really make you feel immersed in, in the album. I'm going to read some passages from the album. That's how that's how much I feel for this feel towards this album. Um, but when I read these passages of lyrics, if this doesn't make the cut, it's because YouTube copy striked us. Because I think I think YouTube might copy strike me for this. I'm going to read a passage from "We're All Alone," which is the first track. You might probably recognise this. Yeah. I'm just going to trying to trying to get across how how amazing this guy's lyricism is. Um, shit. I'm kind of lost words. Like, I just sound like an idiot every time I talk about Dave. Like, I have nothing to say. No, that's okay. That's kind of like that, um, how I was with Leadbelly. You just don't know... Yeah, yeah. I just don't even know what to say about this guy. Like, I'll let his work speak for itself. I got a message from a kid on Sunday morning. Said he don't know what to do and he's thinking of killing himself. Me and him got more in common than he thinks, but I tell him to see a shrink so I can go on and live with myself. I knew that my life was a film from... From when I had to share a bed with my mum and I was pissing myself. I just want my flowers while I'm here so I can put them at the front of the grave that I've been digging myself. Um, he talks a lot about his move from Nigeria, what his parents had to sacrifice coming from there. Um, um, a lot of Africans fleeing war um, in Africa and then moving to London, moving to England and then their kids getting wrapped up in similar sort of more violence and whatnot. That's from We're All Alone. I won't read more on that one. But the track that I keep harping on about with you is Heart Attack. Yeah, I I went through the lyrics of Heart Attack and I was like, how do I even pick out any passages from Heart Attack? But I just want people that don't know Dave to understand 
the feeling behind this, like, you got to obviously listen to the song, don't listen to me, but, like, the, I mean, just the story behind this. So, for half my career, I was part of that. My best friend's got a burner and it's looking like an artifact. Put it in your puffer or your Prada hat. Like, fuck panic, that's a heart attack. Dave goes on to say, Life's so fucked in the time that we're in. We're fighting the world and we're fighting within. Somali dad run away from a war. Now his son's in a war, that's the cycle we're in. Round here, main way to provide for your kin is an afflict blade, little push bike and a sim. I mean, you don't have to catch every word, but you kind of get the gist. He sings this song over, like, a light, in parts, a light piano. Like you, I'll let you speak on it. Um, and it's just completely different when you immerse yourself in this song, Heart Attack. The clarity mm. in this song. Yeah, that's what I'm not doing justice. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're doing all right. But I think that's the one thing that... That really drew me in. Um, where was I? Oh, I was at the gym when I was listening to this for the first time, and I messaged you straight away. I had to stop my workout. And I had yeah, tears literally. Yeah, wrong. I'm not. We're not even exaggerating. Like, go, please, listener. Probably before anything, go listen to Heart Attack on Dave's album. Like Sion said, the clarity that you will be blown away at this man's clarity. Like, even if you don't catch every bar or if you don't exactly know what he's talking about, you will understand the feeling in it. Sorry about that. Um, you probably won't notice too much. There might have been a shit edit because our camera just died. So, <laughs> touching on, uh, finishing up on Dave. Um, yeah, just the clarity on heart attack. Like I said, I was at the gym. I had to stop my workout. I had tears rolling down my face because. I don't know, he just had some way of making you feel like he was just there speaking yeah, to you. you feel every word. Yeah. Please just listen to it. You'll know what we're talking about. It's it's crazy. So that is our first part of this music, sort of touching on music. So as you can see, go through the time pretty quickly. A lot to talk about. I hope we sort of touched on everything enough. Um, but that gives you some background on the music we listen to, our sort of rough opinions on different things like that. Yeah, I think, like, I think music's going to be one that we can go on, yeah, on and on lot, about. A so. lot. yeah. And hopefully when we get this up and running, um, um, God willing, we, we get some artists on here. That'd be awesome, just some Canberra-based ones. So, um, And Sion mentioned something important just before. If you guys want us to talk about anything speci specific or if you think there's an angle that we should hit on something or if you just find a certain thing interesting, just send us a message. Just I've had people... Yeah, we're yeah. still trying to find our feet, so like... Exactly. I actually had someone send me a list of stuff that they'd like to hear, which I forgot. Um, it didn't really relate to this as much, mm -hmm. but we're definitely going to touch on some stuff that people send, so that's awesome. So thank you again for all the support. Um, just keep supporting, and we'll keep listening to what you want to hear and um, try to get you through this lockdown. That's about it. Signing out. They're the local foreigner. You've never yeah. met me. Fuck you, Drake. We're coming. <laughs>